Welcome to the Dig In Travel Podcast, where travel and other digital professionals level up their marketing skills by listening to the top industry experts. And now here's your host, Istok Franco, founder of DigInTravel.com, your number one resource for travel, digital, e-commerce, and marketing. Hi, this is Istok, and you're listening to episode 21 of the Dig In Travel Podcast. This is our last episode in 2020, and as I look back where we started with this podcast at the beginning of the year in January, I never imagined that this podcast would evolve as it did. The main idea for this podcast was to give you access to great people from airline industry and other smart digital experts. In total, we did 21 episodes in 2020. I talked to airline chief digital officers, chief data officers, other airline digital experts from Lufthansa Innovation Hub, Wizz Air, El Al Israel Airlines, Etihad Airways, LATAM Airlines, Finnair, and AirAsia. You could also listen to digital experts from other travel giants like Skyscanner, Airbnb, and eDreams, and experts from Google, Harvard Business School, Gartner, Accenture, and McKinsey. I hope you like their insights and I would like to say thank you to every single one of you who listens and supports this podcast. If you like the podcast and would like to listen to more smart people from our industry in 2021, please leave us a 5-star review on iTunes or other podcast platforms that you use. However, there is also one other thing I wanted to do with this podcast in addition to talking to various digital experts. I wanted to give voice to people from our Digging Trail network. Because if there was one good thing that happened last year, among all the bad things that happened to our industry, for me personally was our airline Digging Trail Academy. During our academy, I met so many great people. Our academy community was so diverse, we had people from 27 different countries and all continents except Antarctica. But the most amazing thing for me was that among all this diversity, most people shared the same passion, the passion for learning. And another interesting thing was that almost 70% of students in our academy were women. And I really enjoyed their enthusiasm for digital, for innovation. And today you will meet and hear four of them. I talked to Barbara Zimmer, manager of e-distribution at Qatar Airways, Majuma Salim, head of digital commerce and customer experience at Kenya Airways, Leda Koleilat, senior e-commerce assistant at Qatar Airways, and Stanislava Jordanova, senior product marketing manager at Pros. We talked about digital, about 2020, what were the positive things we can take from last year, if any, and how do they look at what 2021 will bring. This episode is really special to me, so I hope you'll enjoy it too. At the end, let me wish you a happy and successful 2021. I really hope it will be a positive year and our industry will rebound we can meet and talk in person again sometime soon. Welcome everybody. Welcome to Digging Trail podcast. 
this is Istok, and I'm welcoming Stanislava, Majuma, Leda, and Barbara. Thank you for having Thank us, Istok. Thank you. Thank you. We were all participants in our uh, Digging Trail Academy, so we had a lot of, uh, let's say, similar Zoom calls and chats. And I wanted just at the end of the year also to talk to you a little bit about your experience and the reflections. But maybe before we start, is everybody already in uh, planning for 2020 and already crossed the terrible 2020 year or is still uh, trying to catch up or cleaning stuff from 2020? Um, well, um, yeah, we, uh, myself, I'm preparing for 2021, but uh, bad news is that uh, I understand Christmas is being cancelled for 2020, so... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me that. <laughs> yeah, apparently Christmas is cancelled, so uh, yeah, so maybe just uh, relaxing, nothing much to do, just uh, staying at home, I guess. Others? Barbara, maybe. So I think, uh, like most people, I can hardly wait for the new year. So for 2021, I hope uh, I hope it's going to be a better year, in particular also for the LN industry, right? So yeah, I can hardly wait. So I'm already in, uh, uh, with my mind, is already in 2021. Just reflecting on 2020, I and we said it's not been a good year, especially for us in the airline industry. There was a lot of change, but maybe we still try to look at it positively. Was there one thing, one positive thing, some positive change that we saw that maybe we can take the le learning in 2021? Now everybody's thinking, what is that? <laughs> well, for example, in my case, I, in particular during the, the first month of the year, uh, I see the company uh, focusing all together for the customer. And this is uh, something that uh, I would like to take with me in the in the next year and coming years. I noticed this as well. It seems to me like looking from the outside into airlines, like we are trying to clean some of the mess on some digital touch points that we had before, but we could go over it. And we now try to do this focus. Barbara, you said, if I'm not mistaken, in your introduction in our academy, that you are obsessed with bringing more user centricity. So did you see this as well? Yes, I said that. Looking, at, looking back at uh, 2020, um, definitely. So I think uh, the whole mindset towards really putting the customer and the customer's pain points at the center, forgetting about, you know, the business perspective in that sense. Uh, yes, I think that was a definite positive um, positive mindset change, I think. Anything else? I think definitely this year um, made everyone look at change in a very different way. But what I think the outcome uh, of this year is that we have to look at the opportunities it opens up for businesses and for people in general to make improvements and start doing things in a different way. I think that's an opportunity because uh, the market is going to look different next year probably. But we need to look at uh, the opportunities it opens up for us. One of the things that you said, all of you, so looking more at the customer being uh, more, let's say, customer centric. But since we were, let's say, learning together in Digital Academy, how did you see the role of dig digital change in 2020? Or maybe if we now move also 2021, do we see this change? What will happen? Do you? How do you see the role of digital change? 
or e-commerce will change. Yeah, maybe e-stock as well, if I may just uh, weigh in on um, the opportunities mm-hmm. or rather reflecting back in 2020 and the opportunities um, which, uh, which I see is the change of uh, business model whereby uh, I see uh, more customers coming more directly to the, to the airline rather than going through to the third party which is something uh, we never saw before. So uh, I see this as a very big opportunity um, uh, for the airlines because now we have an opportunity to, to interact with the customer more, uh, create that customer intimacy we didn't have, and as well um, uh, be able to actually cater for their needs. So to me, this is a big opportunity. And I guess uh, what we need to do as we go into 2021 is to see to it that we are actually uh, in, we are operating in an environment whereby we are actually able to service these customers who are coming directly to us. So there's a big task for, for the airlines uh, to actually see to it that, uh, especially for the digital touch points, to see to it mm-hmm. that we, we actually um, have proper digital touch points and they actually working towards the, the needs of the customers. So I think this is a very good opportunity that we can actually harness uh, come 2021 and the years to come, but we, we don't change the scale as uh, I think COVID has presented this uh, opportunity to the airline. So, especially in markets that were maybe not so developed before with direct penetration e-commerce, like for yourselves talking in, in Kenya. Exactly. So one thing we saw is this, uh, let's say, channel shift towards direct, but do you see any other trends in digital? Uh, we talked about customer centricity. Uh, any other uh, things that you noticed that maybe we look at differently now compared to before the pandemic? So uh, maybe one thought is uh, that the focus is also a lot on, uh, let me say, maybe day of travel, right? The whole experience okay. to expand it a little bit, um, ultimately going towards um, having this digital aspects for the customer's end-to-end journey, right? So it would touch uh, on, on different um, uh, different parts of the customer journey as well. I think that's another um, aspect we will see and that will probably, or my expectation would be that that will increase still for next year, also when the travel is going to pick up again, right? Let's just think about mm-hmm. uh, the customer at the airport uh, checking in. Yeah, we see that uh, uh, a lot of talks already are around uh, contactless uh, check-in, etc. So I think uh, there's a huge opportunity also for the digital space here. So this is like a reflection on what we said before, this customer centricity we have. So basically we are focusing on the people that really want to travel now. So mm-hmm. and we want to make this uh, day of journey, this all these digital touch points work. Um, so I think, yeah, hopefully going forward, if we keep this, uh, this is one thing. Maybe one thing, uh, I don't know, I see also a lot of talk, not only now because of the pandemic, but even before, but also now is the data. So talking about customer data, understanding it. Leda, you are uh, a data enthusiast, uh, as I saw in the academy. How do you see this shift? Will we finally be able to take more out of data or are we still struggling? Uh, I hope so. I mean, in the next, uh, in the past uh, month, I see that um, we focused more on digital because, for example, here in Italy, uh, there is um, a huge share about uh, for the trade. 
and uh, suddenly all uh, talked about uh, digital as an important uh, provider and uh, and data everyone is now looking at data i was uh, previously i was uh, let's say playing with uh, adobe analytics uh, by my own mm -hmm. and uh, now they are all interested in uh, looking at data coming from uh, from the internet from the the website so uh, I think this is now uh, the right moment to to implement our um, capacity uh, in using uh, the data visualization because uh, we need and I had the experience with uh, with my with my colleagues. I, I, we really need the capacity to to display and to to deliver the the right data. Also, this is one thing that we discussed in the academy. I think. Maybe not only look at the data, because I think we are looking for data for a long time, but really try to find some actionable insights out of it. So try to do something that we can. I think on that aspect, on if I may add, this specific situation has really, uh, let me let me uh, call it, pushed people maybe to not fall back on their experience, what they know or what they think they know already. I mean, everybody specifically in the airline industry has a lot of experience, uh, knows markets, knows kind of in that sense, or I think they know everything. But I think the situation specifically pushed people to actually not only look at the data, but also understand the data, use the data, see those uh, differences in the data, the changes reflecting in the data, and then um, use that actually to, to make decisions. I think one good point you made, we started, and this I think is maybe it's a good thing in a bad situation out of 2020. Like you said, with data, we start looking at the past and we admitted that maybe we don't know everything and let's try to relearn, uh, relearn, you know, learn again, look at the data, try to analyze. And I think it's similar. And this is what I saw when we are doing the academy in this shift towards digital digital to, to relearn it, or let's go back to the basics. Let's try to start learning. How do you see importance? I mean, obviously you do because you, you went through this learning and uh, with our academy, but how do you see the the importance of, let's say, learning and doing this continuous learning about all these new things to be ready for the changes and try to do, maybe be able to look at things differently. Uh, well, for example, uh, the, the things change so much that uh, you have to be ready to uh, to take something new in the, in the future, in the next future. So, and well, I'm curious for nature for so I, I need to to learn something new every time so I can uh, uh, keep uh, learning and doing new things so do you see also this shift that you saw you said before uh, Lena, that people who are not looking at data before are now looking at data or uh, we said that okay there is a big shift towards e-commerce towards your digital channels do you see also this shift with your colleagues who are maybe not so savvy in uh, digital that are now trying to learn or they are like more uh, looking from the outside? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I was saying uh, definitely um, this has changed in terms of um, how um, colleagues perceive our, uh, digital and e-commerce because um, what I see is that um, we, we get to see more uh, appreciating towards the channel. Uh, I see colleagues very interested in e-commerce data. Mm -hmm. 
um, both uh, uh, from internal sources and uh, external sources like um, uh, Google uh, Google Analytics, and then uh, we also have Google uh, uh, Flight uh, Data and Demand Explorer. Um, uh, customer behavior has really changed, mm-hmm. and um, uh, people or other colleagues they are actually seeing there's a need for for them to actually understand uh, what are the new behaviors. Uh, this also informs um, what what type of um, uh, uh, services um, uh, or product needs to be pushed out to the market. What are customers now really interested in? Unlike before, when we were seeing uh, a lot of corporate travel, now we are seeing more of uh, uh, VFRs, leisure travel, and this is something which has changed. So, um, and also we are seeing some last-minute bookings, uh, which is in in markets which we never saw before. So, um, uh, data. Uh, e-commerce, or let me say, let me say, digital data is becoming uh, quite key because it's also real-time data, and um, it, it, it also, from a visual perspective, it's easy to see and easy to understand and come with actionable. I mean, actionable data. So uh, I'm seeing a lot of change and appreciation towards uh, uh, digital uh, data, which is something that we're not seeing before. Uh, and then holistically as well, I'm seeing appreciation of digital as a channeling. But do you see? Like I said, okay, so there is a, a appreciation for data for the channel, but also the the motivation to learn exactly. about it. Exactly. Um, interesting things. enough, now I see more people um, wanting to learn more about digital. They want to understand how it works, and most importantly, they want to 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 see how they can contribute towards building the channel, which is which is very encouraging. So, uh, to me, this is also one of the positives that I can take out uh, out of twenty twenty. Because we have more people who want to contribute, uh, to contribute towards uh, building the the channel. Uh, Barbara, Leda, do you see maybe also the shift in digital itself or e-commerce itself, from maybe as we were growing before the pandemic, it was we are really on the peak, and our I think our focus in digital and e-commerce and marketing, digital marketing, was mostly on customer acquisition. Now we said we are almost forced on more like this. Uh, touch points, so digital experience. Do you see this shift as well? So we are learning and focusing more from advertising, digital advertising, like Google AdWords, uh, uh, digital display, Facebook, now more to core digital, what I said, like developing of digital interfaces, touch points and things like that, conversion optimization something that we talked in our uh, academy? I wouldn't say maybe in our specifically. Uh, I think, I mean, naturally, I, I guess the acquisition part has slowed down a bit, uh, but I'm sure it will pick up again. Uh, and I think uh, in that sense, yeah, maybe uh, the time now during the pandemic in uh, 2020 was used really to focus on um, on optimizing those maybe product-related, um, interface-related um, kind of um, enhancements, right? So I think, yeah, maybe it's a it's a focus shift uh, for the time being or not so much a shift maybe rather than, um, as I said, naturally, maybe the acquisition part mm-hmm. has slowed down um, which maybe gave everybody who's, uh, I know everybody in the airline industry is always busy. So maybe some time, some room to focus on that. But I'm sure the focus will continue to be in that area because uh, uh, we've discussed a lot of um, opportunities also during the Digital Academy 
around uh, experimentation, around uh, the uh, user research, around user experience. So uh, I'm quite confident that that focus will continue. You're also right. Once, hopefully, we see some good trends with vaccination. So I think if we get clear the major obstacle before the next summer season, I think there will be huge focus on customer acquisition, getting people there, getting uh, awareness, people to travel. Also, I think there will be a lot of demand. So this is what we saw from the past. As soon as the obstacles were cleared, I think people are so eager to travel because we are closed <laughs> now almost uh, for more than a year. So I think everybody want, uh, wants to travel. So it, it, not, it will not be as much of demand generation as demand fulfillment as well. I think getting uh, these people and let's say to fulfill this demand. Okay, one thing that I see, and maybe this is, I would say, uh, the main reason why I wanted to uh, talk in this setup with you, with all uh, you, not only you are uh, all participated in our academy, but one trend I saw when we talked with Stanislav in our academy is there was, when we started getting first participants and uh, let's say first applications, we saw that there was unusual high percentage of uh, women uh, participating and also applying. And this to me, I was right away curious. Why? Because when I do my digital research, on the other hand, usual typical digital research, and when I go through our, let's say, uh, e-commerce optimization service, when we talk to e-commerce leaders, there is usually very high proportion of men. So to me, this uh, shift was very unusual. Uh, and I was really curious and also, when we, as we went through the academy, I saw that uh, uh, women were much, much more enthusiastic about learning. So, um, do you see this as well in your work? Do you see, especially I see this in airline world, that there is still, we don't see so many women in digital roles. But now, I think hopefully this is also an opportunity to catch up and get some of these new, uh, new opportunities, I think, that uh, the digital world brings. Stanislava, did you notice this as well? Or yes, I was very positively reply? surprised by the enthusiasm and by the, the talent that uh, was brought by the women in the academy. Um, I definitely see a lot of ideas around uh, innovation and um, enthusiasm to bring in new uh, ways of uh, doing business and new processes into your organizations. So that's something I'm really looking forward to in the airline industry, which... Um, I feel traditionally has been pretty male dominated, but this has definitely been changing in recent years. Um, and I feel like um, there has been some very um, enthusiastic ladies in the digital area uh, in the academy this year. The passion for learning, I think, uh, is something that I really noticed in addition to the diversity that we have. So we had like people from 27 countries from uh, six different continents, but to me, I think we were all uh, similar. I think we all, all tried to talk the same thing about the same digital stuff. So this, uh, to me, was something that I saw that there will be much more differences. Uh, but uh, apparently, when you have the same enthusiasm to learn uh, stuff, I think it connects you in a way. I don't know if anybody else uh, saw yeah, this. Yeah, maybe what, what I can say about that is um, uh, I'm glad to hear this because... Um, uh, I believe we need more uh, ladies in digital, uh, and it's true. Ladies are, are, are very passionate and dedicated, and I think they give it their all when they decide to do something. 
So to me, this is a positive and um, I can only encourage uh, for us to have more uh, women uh, or ladies um, in airline digital because uh, there's a lot to do and we need, uh, we need them. Leda, the, as I said before, the, uh, data is especially a part that's uh, always sounded like a very tech thing, uh, very technical. But I see, as I saw in uh, uh, when we went through the academy, we had uh, uh, some of the best discussions with you and some other people when we came to data. So I think this some, there was this mysticism about data digging in how to do. And I think this is uh, also one area that I see it's very good that it gets better exposure. I don't know how you look at that. Well, you know, I'm very enthusiastic about data <laughs> because I'm... Uh... I don't know. Um, it's a natural, uh, uh, something natural for me because with data comes also questions, and uh, you know, you know better than me that <laughs> when I found someone that uh, start uh, answering to my questions, I I cannot stop for <laughs> on making them. No, no, but I think this what you mentioned now. This is also one thing that we are discussing. This I don't know. If you saw this, it's one theory of uh, of mine. Especially when I see now that I'm doing this home uh, homeschooling with my kids. You know, I don't know how you look at this, but we talked about this concept of intentional learning. That we need to be curious. We need to learn all the time, especially with all these changes. But on the other hand, I think our schooling system are still set in a way. At least in our countries, you know, we teach the kids. You go through school, you know, keep on, keep on fighting. And then sometimes it's the end. If you go to high school or to university, you get your diploma and then you don't need to, to learn anymore. So we still, I see this old school mindset of, you know, once you finished official schooling, it will end. While on the other hand, as we see some of the things that we discussed in the academy, maybe next year, some of them might not be relevant or will change. So uh, there will be new things, how we look at data. A lot of things are changing, how we do analytics. Now we have, uh, I don't know, the, the dilemma with uh, how we will track the data, how uh, how the, uh, the laws will change. So do you see this, uh, I think this uh, curiosity and this intentional learning, maybe to learn also not of, uh, in an all official manners as the key way going forward? Uh, yes. Absolutely, yes. Barbara, you're not. Absolutely, yes, because uh, in the past years I saw uh, many schools uh, and uh, uh, institutions that, that, that are not the, the normal uh, schools or uh, university that uh, came out with uh, uh, new trainings and uh, courses. And... I mean, I attended uh, uh, three or four of them <laughs> in, uh, in the past years. And uh, yes, absolutely, yes. Also, people are um, want to learn something new because um, the, at least in Italy, the, the current uh, uh, scholar system is not uh, enough to, uh, to, to feed all the curiosity that uh, is, uh, is coming from uh, people. Yeah, I think if one thing, if we could instill in our kids from our schooling system, but not also kids, also if you look at your employees or your colleagues, is this curiosity, right? 
So instead of killing it, is if we motivate it to to be curious, to to dig into data, to dig into to learn about new stuff, I think this would be the key, especially as the changes that we see now. Yeah, I, I think I absolutely agree. Uh, I mean, I don't want to comment on the school systems, obviously, and I'm sure there are some <laughs> some uh, <laughs> some good approaches there as well. Uh, but I, I totally agree that uh, continuous learning is very important, in particular also in the digital space. If you look at some of the topics that we've been discussing in the Digital Academy, um, like experimentation, they have just, you know, really increased over the last few years. Uh, interestingly, mm -hmm. probably also rooted in the more scholarly or you know science approach to a certain extent right but maybe the school systems mm -hmm. actually seem to be doing a good job in killing that uh, kind of uh, scientific curiosity that uh, but yeah i think um uh continuous learning is definitely uh definitely very important going forward to to in particular in the digital area to uh, keep up with all the change that uh, will continue to come, probably. Maybe at the end, so when we came to continuous learning, if there is one thing that uh, each of you would like to learn in 2021, what are you, because you're all passionate about these things and learning, what is, what is on your list? What is one thing that if you could, you, you would try to learn in 2021? Who will go first? For the moment, I'm still uh, focused on data visualization. <laughs> so I already uh, bought uh, some new book, uh, some uh, suggested by by Bostian, and uh, <laughs> I have uh, all my stuff to be. We touch on the right point uh, with the curiosity and the visualization. Yeah, so exactly. we want to explore further. <laughs> Okay. I think we also saw it uh, to some extent in the academy is talk that um, digital is not um, is not something in silo for organizations. It spans across different departments, and we saw how people in revenue management and in pricing want to go beyond their core area and connect the dots with other departments and with this overall. Um, customer digital story. So I think one thing I, uh, one thing I can point out in that direction, and I also want to learn for myself, is that um, we need to look at digital as a way to get to the customer, but it connects to the entire organization. It's not only about a digital process. It's the whole digital experience, all the products and pricing and everything that goes in it. So really how to connect the dots and build that story, I think that's the question I want to answer for myself. That's a good holistic answer. Good. Uh, Juma, any specific that you are looking for in 2021 to learn? Um, I'm looking to, to learn more on uh, data visualization as well. And also I'm very interested in um, conversion rate optimization because I think... Uh, uh, this is the one area which, uh, for some reasons, uh, I wasn't paying attention to because we tend to focus more uh, from uh, an acquisition perspective, more from um, uh, an average order value perspective, but not really from a CRO perspective. So I want to do more and I want to learn more 
uh, on CRO so that um, we can actually complete the formula, the e-commerce com formula as we learned uh, uh, in the academy. So yeah, this is uh, a piece of the pie that I want to complete. It's good that I, uh, I at least got somebody else enthusiastic <laughs> yeah. about conversion optimization. Okay, <laughs> Barbara. So uh, nothing specific, I would say. I, I think uh, what was mentioned already is are all good points. Data visualization definitely is a good topic. But I really also liked what Stanislava said and uh, also looking back, um, what I, I felt in the past was always very valuable is to learn about uh, the areas of your colleagues that you're engaging with. I mean, uh, Stanislava, you mentioned um, maybe revenue management, maybe other areas. Uh, I feel that that has been uh, very helpful for me in the past, and I, I expect that to continue to be very valuable. And in that sense, if I can turn that around in terms of making it a learning for me, maybe uh, I can also learn how to share more knowledge about the digital uh, area with, with other colleagues, right? Um, I think that will also be valuable. Now, this is a great point. Like you said, it's and especially when Mujuma, for example, mentioned conversion optimization, where I was talking in past interviews with some of the experts that do this, that are writing books, and I asked him, okay, so what is the best person, for example, for conversion optimization? In my case, in my opinion, it goes for the whole digital. He said, you need to be a great communicator. You know, you need to be a very great communicator. So because you're not only doing conversion optimization, understanding users and convincing users I don't know, to convert, to, 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 to understand their pain points, you need to understand the pain points of, of your internal stakeholders. So um, all other people that are involved. And I think this is, like you said, a great point, yeah, that it's not only us learning, but also teaching to uh, your colleagues, telling them about this whole thing, and then we try to integrate. And I think this is maybe a bigger challenge in the airline world than in different in other industries that I had worked with because the the whole ecosystem is so complex. The revenue management side, the pricing side, the operational side, the planning side, the scheduling side. So I think this, uh, this point is a very good point. Okay, maybe to end, uh, thank you all for this uh, great chat. I wish you very nice uh, holidays. I hope Majuma, that Christmas is still on, so it won't be completely cancelled. <laughs> so I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, hope we will learn a lot of new stuff in I'm 2021. I'm sure we will. Thank Looking you. forward to it, yeah. talk. Happy holidays. <laughs> Thank Happy you. Holidays, everyone. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. This podcast is supported by Pros. Are you looking to optimize revenues across revenue management, retail, and distribution? With more than 30 years of experience and a legacy in the airline industry, Pros provides AI-powered solutions that optimize selling in the digital economy. Pros customers, who are leaders in their markets, benefit from decades of data science expertise infused into our industry solutions. If you like this podcast, check out Pro's podcast, The View from 30,000 Feet, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Pro's website. Or visit the Resource Center at pros.com to access our special COVID-19 edition webinars and blog posts.